Hare Krishna, dear devotees, Janma Pranam, all glories to Srila Prabhupada Guru Maharaj. Today we are very fortunate to have Her Grace One Malini Manjiri Devi Dasi Mataji. And Mataji is going to enlighten us from Srimad Bhagavatam, 10 to 6, verse, chapter 7, verse 13. Hare Krishna, Mataji. Hare Krishna Prabhu, please accept my humble obeisances. My humble obeisances to all the other devotees assembled on the call. Thank you all so much for giving me an opportunity to glorify Lord and His pastimes name in the association of devotees, which is a very, very rare opportunity. I will start with Mangalachar and prayers and um, we'll continue to the verse 13 of chapter 7 and to 6. Om Ajnanati Mirandasya Agnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Sri Guravena Maham Sri Chaitanya Manu Vishnam Tapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupahakada Mahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Sri Guru Sri Yutapadakamalam Sri Gurun Vaishnavamsham Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sagana Ragunatan Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padam Sagana Lalita Sri Vishakan Vitam Sham He Krishna Karuna Sindo Dina Bandho Jagatpati Gopesha Gopitakanta Radha Kanta Namurasati Sapta Kanchana Gaurangi Rade Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhani Kitu Devi Pranamoni Hari Sri Vanchakalpata Rubyascha Krupa Sindhu Bhyayevacha Patitanam Pavanibhyo Vaishnavibhyo Namo Namaham Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Srivasadi Gaurabhaktafandam Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevayam, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevayam, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevayam, Narayanam Namaskrutyam, Naram Chaivana Rotamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Pato Jayamudirayet Hare Krishna Once again, humble obeisances to all the devotees on the call. We are reading um, chapter 7 from Canto 6. <coughs> Indra offends his spiritual master, Pruhaspati. So Indra has turned the most grievous Vaishnava Parada of offending his spiritual master. So once the Esya Prasada, we all read in uh, Guru asked Angla um, Samsara Damana Esya Prasada, Bhagavat Prasada. Esya Prasada Nagati Kutopi. So Guru's mercy brings us Krishna's mercy so he actually with his behavior makes himself um, direct of Guru's mercy Esha Prasadat Bhagavat Prasadu Esha Prasadam Nagati Kutopi Dhyayan Stuvamsya 
ಮಂಗಳಾರ್ತಿಣಾಯಕಾರುಣ್ಯಗಣಾಗಣತ್ವಂಪ್ತಸ್ಯಲ್ಯಾಣಗುಣಾರ್ನವಸ್ಯಂ
brings them the mercy of the Lord. But here, in uh, Brahaspati did not do any of those things. He just left the place. Indra, as soon as Brahaspati left, Indra understood that he has disrespected his guru, and he started condemning himself and feeling. He was lamenting for his. He was regretting for his act when he was puffed up. As we all say, fall comes, pride comes before the fall, and we get proud. Uh, we sometimes get proud of our material appliances, or sometimes we bring pride to even the spiritual arena. That oh, I am the best speaker. I am the best kirtanier. I am the best cook. I am the best organizer. There is nobody else who can do better than me. I know everything. So that kind of a pride eventually ends up in falling down. So Indra understood, and he realized that uh, I was very proud, and he started lamenting for his um, mistake, his offense. Mistake is still a small word. So he's saying here, if a person says one who is situated on the exalted throne of a king should not stand up to show respect to another king or a brahmana, it is to be understood that. he does not know the superior religious principles so this person who speaks like this is an ignorant person who really don't know what are the superior religious principles purport purport by shri prabhupada shri lavishnu chakravarti thakura says in this regard that when a president or a king is sitting on his throne he does not need to show respect to everyone who comes within his assembly but he must show respect to superiors like his spiritual master brahmana and vaishnavas There are many examples of how he should act. When Lord Krishna was sitting on his throne and Narada fortunately entered his assembly, even Lord Krishna immediately stood up with his officers and ministers to offer respectful obeisances to Narada. Narada knew that Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead, and Krishna knew that Narada was his devotee. But although Krishna is the supreme Lord, and Narada is the Lord's devotee. the lord observed the religious etiquette since narada was a brahmachari a brahmana and an exalted devotee even krishna while acting as a king offered his respectful obeisances unto narada such is the conduct visible in the vedic civilization a civilization in which the people do not know how the representative of narada and krishna should be respected how society should be formed and how one should advance in krishna consciousness a society concerned only with manufacturing new cars and new skyscrapers every year and then breaking them to pieces and making new ones may be technologically advanced but it is not a human civilization a human civilization is advanced when it pe- when its people follow the chaturvanya system the system of four orders of life there must be ideal first class man to act as advisor second class man to act as administrator third class man to produce food and protect cows and fourth class man who obey the three obey the three higher classes of society one who does not follow the standard system of society should be considered a fifth class man a society without vedic laws and regulations will not be very helpful to humanity as stated in this word mamte paramam viduhu such a society does not know the aim of life and the highest principle of religion so this is a purport by shila prabhupada dharmam te na param viduhu the codes of religion or he does not know the codes of religion if 
If he thinks that a king does not need to rise from his seat and offer respect to those who are superior to him in the religious order. So Vishnas Chakravati Thakura is saying, Indra now is lamenting. So whenever um, those of us who are in mode of passion generally act and then think. So that is what Indra is doing. So those of us who are in mode of, um, who are influenced by mode of goodness or the pure devotees of the Lord think before acting. And out of the Vaishnava Aparadas, you all know Vaishnava Aparadas actually completely destroy our progress in the devotional service. It is like a mad elephant. Uh, anybody speaking anything? Uh, is my voice audible? Or, uh... Yes, Mataji. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah. So Vaishnava Paradas, like how if you have a crop which is nicely uh, growing and it is almost ready to fructify and give us a big, uh, uh, big uh, uh, yield and then a mad elephant is left into that crop, without a doubt the whole crop will be destroyed. So Vaishnava Paradas are like that. And Prabhupada writes in 4.20.37 purport that the most grievous types of Vaishnava Aparada is called Guru Aparada, which is refers to offenses at the lotus feet of the spiritual master. In the chanting of holy name of Supreme Personality of Godhead, this Guru Aparada is considered the most grievous offense. Guru Avagna Sruti Shastra Nidanam Padma Purana. Among the ten offenses committed against the chanting of the holy name, the first offenses were disobedience of the spiritual master and blasphemy of the Vedic literature. So Guru Aparada is the most grievous Aparada. There are so many Aparadas, Vaishnava Aparadas, out of that, offending at the offenses at the lotus feet of the Guru are most grievous. So if one does that, there is no chance for them to progress in the spiritual life and knowingly or unknowingly sometimes we do that so this is Prutu Maharaja is explaining the citizens of his uh, city rules and regulations we already completed this but I'm just bringing it back because sometimes our memory is not that good that we will remember everything so Prutu Maharaj is explaining to his subjects about the Aparadas so he explains how one can steadily fixed in devotional service. So where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu while instructing Rupa Goswami, he has compared devotional service to a creeper, Bhakti Lata Bija. So right now our Bhakti is like a is like a creeper. Um, it has a feeble, a feeble stem and requires support of another tree to grow. And while growing, it requires sufficient protection so that it may be lost. It is very tender right now. So if you all remember, there is one picture which uh, uh, which depicts all this very nicely, like a stem and a lotus flower on the top. Um, if I can find that, I'll look forward. But uh, it, it depicts the whole Bhakti Lata Bija. So while describing the pro system of protection of the creeper of devotional service, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu actually stresses about protection from offenses. See, offenses, Vaishnava offenses, Vaishnava Aparadas pulls us down from our devotional service. 
they will not let us even like enter into the trance when we are um, reading when we are reading the verses we won't be able to understand the gist we won't be able to enjoy realize participate in those things so vaishnava aparadha means offense if one commits vaishnava aparadha all of his progress in devotional service will be checked even though one is very much advanced in devotional service if he commits offenses at the feet of a vaishnava his advancement is all spoiled in the sastras it is found that a very great yogi durvas muni has committed a vaishnava aparadha so we know how durvasa muni who is religiously in a higher position like a brahmana and a sanyasi commits an offense towards a devotee uh, king ambarisha who is a grihastha and a king so in social order and in varna and varnashrama he is a step below durvasa but durvasa was puffed up and he uh, he has committed an offense towards the vaishnava and after of all the offenses as we discussed offense towards the lotus feet of the spiritual master is most grievous the temple so it is very very important for us to guard ourselves from not doing vaishnava aparadha especially guru aparadha and indra has done that so here vishwanath chakravarti thakura says in regard that when a president or a king is sitting on this throne he does not need to show respect to everyone so he doesn't need to get up for every citizen that uh, that is coming into the assembly of the king but still he has to get up for his spiritual master and brahmanas and vaishnavas so it is very 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 important spiritual master is not is um, is um, actually sakshat daritrena samasta sastra he is the representation of all the scriptures here and he is also representation of krishna so spiritual master should be respected in any scenario whatever may be the situation we are wherever we are we immediately should offer obeisances to the spiritual master so if you all remember the bishma's prayer bishma's instructions to pandavas in the first canto of uh, bhagavatam pa- bishma says as soon as he sees uh, pandavas approaching him because before that idhishthara uh, dharmaraja was lamenting that he has performed a grievous crime because he has killed so many people in the kurukshetra war krishna instead of pacifying idhishthara he takes um, he brings dharmaraja and all the pandavas to bhishma because bhishma is is almost uh, deciding to leave his body and go to the spiritual world so he wants bhishma he wants to glorify the devo- uh, uh, devotional a uh, de- uh, devotion of bhishma and he also wants to uh, give bhishma he also wants pandava to receive inst- pandavas to receive instructions from bhishma because bhishma is in a elevated situation than anybody at that point of time in that assembly there will be all uh, great people like veda vyasa sukadev goswami all the rishis all the munis all the kings will be there but krishna wants to glorify bhishma's devotion and so show uh, to everyone to the entire world also that how bhishma is how bhishma is a great devotee and how learned bhishma is so when all these people come to bhishma bhishma says like bhishma feels very happy now that pandavas have got a kingdom and they are very opulent they have come in their uh, chariots and they are looking very opulent 
but then he he gets overwhelmed and he he gets emotional and he says that uh, you are all not supposed to go through all the tribulations that you have gone in your life um, because who are you all you are the you are all sons of great uh, devi devatas dharma raja is the son of dharma personified emadar emadharma raja uh, you are all great leaders and still you have gone through lot of tribulations lot of troubles in your life but none of those has disturbed you because you never you never ever uh, miss to follow the dharma or you all never ever uh, uh, miss to follow the guidance that is given by the brahmanas and vaishnavas and also lotus feet of the lord so the the things that you have pro- that has protected you in all the difficulties that you are uh, facing is brahmanas dharma and achyuta krishna because you have never left these three things in your life so whatsoever may be the tribulation you are always protected so very very important to offer respect to brahmanas and krishna and representative of krishnas whether we may be a king or a brahma or anybody but when krishna or spiritual master is there in that assembly we have to show our respect to the superiors they will be always superiors that is the actual civilization there are many examples of how he should act when lord krishna was sitting on his throne and krishna krishna is a spiritual master he is um he he follows and he teaches he is the acharya vasudeva sutam devam kamsachanuram arthanam devaki paramanandam krishnam vande jagadguru so krishna is guru for the entire world and krishna how a guru teaches he follows and teaches and krishna himself says in bhagavad gita that whatever the um, elders or the representatives follow the king and all their families um, the people follow that so to not misguide the people krishna himself follows the rules and regulations and sets an example so that's how wonderful the lord is that he does not have any karma to endure he does not have any social order to follow he is superior than everybody when he come to this material world even when he comes and looks as like one of us he is still the supreme lord adi narayana he is um, uh, he is uh, not influenced by the modes but still krishna follows all the rules and regulations to set a standard yadyad acharati shrestha whatever the shrestha the people uh, the um, um, the uh, shrestas follow that means the people who are uh, uh, more educated in the society who have a responsible position in the society follow the subjects who are following them will follow that so krishna doesn't want to mislead the people uh, and teach them by an example so he himself when he was a king and he is in his assembly when narad muni comes to his assembly krishna himself gets rises up from his position and offer obeisances because right now krishna is a king and also a grihastha which is um, in the social order which is lesser than narada who is a brahmana and a sanyasi 
so as we all know brahmana vaish brahmana kshatriya vaishya and shudra and uh, the ashramas are sanyasa vanaprastha grihastha and brahmachari so this is the order so because krishna was a king and a grihastha and narada was a brahmana and a sanyasi krishna raised and show raised from his seat and shown his respect not only that narada is devotee of krishna krishna is the supreme lord still krishna followed the rules even when krishna goes to this uh, bishma's place krishna offers obeisances to bishma actually bishma is waiting for the lord to come and deliver him bishma knows the position of the supreme personality of godhead he also explains in his prayers but still because krishna always behaves in a way that he is setting an example to others to follow and we think that we as soon as we reach to certain position we don't need to follow any rules and regulations either we are uh, because the positions in the spiritual life also kind of creates ignorance in us and we start missing the point and we get attached to those positions and then we get carried away we get puffed up um, actually those positions should help us to serve the devotees even better like if we are in a higher position in any in the spiritual life like a temple president or uh, like somebody uh, who is organizing a big festival we have opportunity to serve devotees in a more better way and more devotees so we can use make use of that responsible position and make sure that we set an example to the others who are looking up to us to follow and then have to set up a standard and to serve better the vaishnavas rather than enjoying the perks and appreciations of the positions the positions always comes with a responsibility um so we need to know those responsibility and behave in such a way so krishna as a uh, um, as a supreme father as a acharya he teaches by his example and indra has all these examples to follow look at the senior superiors how they did and he can follow all those things but when we are puffed up by any material appliances our intelligence gets our intelligence gets closed and we won't think properly so that is what is happened that has happened with indra since brahman since narada was a brahmachari and a brahma and exalted devotee even krishna while acting as a king offered his respectful obeisances a civilization in which people do not know how the representative of narada and krishna should be respected how society should be formed and how one should advance in krishna consciousness a society concerned only with manufacturing new cars and new skyscrapers every year and then breaking them to pieces and making new ones may be technologically advanced but it is not a human civilization technological advancement material appliances are not human civilizations arya arya means aryans all the humans are called aryans that means they know the value of the human form of life human form of life is very rare to achieve and human form of life is like a junction from where we can go directly to the spiritual world or we can go to the higher planetary systems and if we don't know the value of the human form of life we can go down the species and uh, um, and uh, and fall down after 8.4 million there are 8.4 million species after 8.4 million births we all have received this human form of life so knowing the value of human form of life and behaving according to the vedic etiquettes is actually the real civilization 
not acting according to the modern technological advancements and looking at the material opulences and respecting the people. The spiritual master or the senior Vaishnavas that we see sometimes may not be the richest persons in the world, may not hold any position, uh, may not be influential in whatsoever it may be, but they may be great devotees of the Lord. So we need to show utmost respect. Unfortunately, as we grow in Krishna consciousness, we become we ca- we complicate our understanding. When we are initially in the Krishna consciousness, we are very simple-minded. We respect each and everyone because we don't know much. Actually, fam- familiarity breaches the contempt. Like fami- as we get familiar with the people, we start judging them. That oh, this Mataji, she does not give nice lecture. Or when I ask some question, she did not answer. So she may not be knowing a lot. I know more than her. So I don't need to respect her. I don't need to listen to her when she's speaking. Or I don't need to be courteous towards her. Or I can just I can just interrupt her in the middle or I can just stop her and do. Or this Prabhu, he's not a great uh, uh, Kirtanir. So let me, not, uh, uh, let me not show a great respect to him or it, it's not so important to me. Uh, the famous people are only important. So we start doing all those kinds of things and complicate the things. So a Vaishnava, a devotee, uh, a devotee always should be respected irrespective of whether they are famous or influenced, whether they can speak wonderfully or not, uh, whether they uh, give a class in such a way that uh, it, 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 it gets a lot of views or a lot of attraction. So all these things, we so much complicate the things. I was talking the other day to some mother Madhaji who conducts uh, all kinds of classes and all. So she was expressing her her um, her unhappiness that how uh, even though some devotees who may not be very popular, but coming bringing Krishna Krishna Kada towards and trying to do the service, they don't receive a great reception. So it's very, very important that we don't commit all those kinds of uh, mistakes. Um, and then uh, always respect a Vaishnava and a devotee and a representative of Krishna and Narada. Then we will be civilized. So in an ideal society, Brahmanas are respected most because Brahmanas actually study the scriptures and guide the society according to the instructions given by Krishna. Because they they study Vedas, they study Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam, so they spend all their time in studying, in remembering those things, and in 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 guiding the society. So the Kshetriyas comes next because they try to protect the society according to the guidance given by the Brahmanas, and uh, uh, they try to establish the dharma. They uh, they follow. They are Rajashis because they are kings and also rishis. They are always guided by the Vedic knowledge and scriptures. And Vaishyas are next who perform the business, protect cows and produce food and all. And Shudras who obey the instructions given by the higher societies. Similarly, the Sanyashashrama people who have detached themselves from the entire society and engaged themselves in the service of the Lord so they can guide the society uh, in the spiritual way. Vanaprasthas also they are now uh, practicing devotional service in such a way that they are soon going to 
detach themselves from the society and dedicate their lives to Krishna. So there is an order. This order should be followed. A society without Vedic laws and regulations will not be very helpful to humanity. See these kind of Chaturvarna, Maya, Srishtam. Krishna says, I have created, I have divided this entire society, human society into these four Varnas and four Ashramas so that everybody can serve Krishna according to their Swabhava. Not everybody is interested in reading the scriptures or giving lectures. Um, and not everybody is interested in organizing and taking responsibility of uh, temple or festivals or anything. So they, all of us are born with different Swabhavas. And all of us have an opportunity to serve Krishna and an opportunity to deliver ourselves. If we serve, Krishna says in the 5th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, if you serve Krishna according to our Swabhava, whatever is our nature, so like we may be a Brahmana, we may be a Kshatriya, we may be a Vaishya, we may be a Sudra according to our nature. And if we use our nature in the service of a Krishna, we will be serving Krishna more better. And some other things also becomes our nature, like lust, anger, greed. Uh, these are the vasanas which we have to always control. But we don't need to control our Swabhava, like whether we are a Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya or Sudra. See, Krishna says, act according to your Swabhava. Don't try to imitate other Swabhava because it is Bhayanaka. It becomes bewildering. It becomes confusing. So we shouldn't, we don't need to, like let's say we see a Mataji or a Prabhuji who are giving lectures, who are getting a lot of respect and we think that, oh, maybe preaching maybe gives us a lot of respect. So let me stop the singing that I'm doing and go and preach. So which whatever is not our Swabhava, we don't need to imitate that. We can serve Krishna and uh, receive his mercy with our own Swabhava. That is very, very important. And all the four Varnas has to cooperate with each other and serve Krishna better. Krishna never says that, um, like if you are a Kshatriya, you cannot uh, elevate yourself to receive my mercy. When we perform our dharma according to the Varna and Ashrama, we are already performing an Agna for the pleasure of the Lord. So we should be knowing that. So as stated in this verse, Dharmam te paramam viduhu. Such a society does not know the aim of life and the highest principle of religion. So when they don't know that, representative of Krishna, who is the spiritual master, should be respected. However opulent we are, if they don't know, they don't really know the religious etiquette and they cannot, they, uh, they does not know the aim of the life and they cannot reach the highest principle of the religion that is achieving the mercy of the Lord. Sarva Dharman Parityaja Manamita So they won't be knowing that. 6.7.14 Tesham kupata destrinam patatam tamasi hai adaha eshadhayurvachastevai majantyasmaplavaivam Leaders who have fallen into ignorance and who mislead people by directing them to the path of destruction are in effect boarding a stone boat and so too are those who blindly follow them. A stone boat would be unable to float and would sink in the water with its passengers. Similarly, those who mislead people go to hell and their followers go with them. So Indra is saying this. Indra is a leader. 
is the leader, he is the king of all the Devi Devtas and Indra himself was not showing the proper etiquette how to respect the spiritual master. So if Indra does not do, all his followers will not do. So it is very very important actually as a responsible person in the family whether they are listening to us or not, whether they are following us or not, whether they respect us or not, we always should follow the etiquettes so that those who are following us can at least at some point of time remember those and follow. Parpat by Srila Prabhupada, Srila Prabhupada ki jai. As stated in Vedic literature, Bhagavatam 11.20.17, Nurdeham Adhyam Sulabham Sudurlabham Plaivam Sukalpam Gurukarna Dharam Dharam We, the conditioned souls, have fallen in the ocean of nuisance. But the human body fortunately provides us a good opportunity to cross the ocean because the human body is like a very good boat. When directed by a spiritual master acting as the captain, the boat can very easily cross the ocean. Furthermore, the boat is helped across, across by favorable winds which are the instructions of Vedic knowledge. If one does not take advantage of all these facilities to cross the ocean of nuisance, he is certainly committed, committing suicide. One who boards a boat made of stone is doomed to be elevated to the stage of perfection. Humanity must first give up false leaders who present boats of stone. All of human society is in such a dangerous position that to be rescued it must abide by the standard instructions of the Vedas. The cream of these instructions appears in the form of Bhagavad Gita. One should not take shelter of any other instructions, for Bhagavad Gita gives direct instructions on how to fulfill the aim of human life. Lord Sri Krishna therefore says, Sarvadharman Parichedya Maam Ekam Saranam Raja Give up all other process of religion and simply surrender to me. Even if one does not accept Lord Krishna as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, his instructions are so exalted and beneficial for human, humanity that if one follows his instructions, one will be saved. Otherwise, one will be cheated by unauthorized meditation and gymnastic methods of yoga. Thus, one will board a boat of stone which will sink and drown all its passengers. Unfortunately, all the, all the, um, although the American people are extremely eager to get out of materialistic chaos, they are sometimes formed to patronize the makers of stone boats. That will not help them. They must take proper boat offered by Krishna in the form of the Krishna conscious movement. Then they will be easily saved. In this regard, Srila Vishnu Chakravati Chakura comments, Asam asmayaha plavo yesham te yata majjantam plavam anumajjanti tateta rajanitya upaddhreshtu slasvabhaveshu kopo vyanjitha if society is guided by political diplomacy with one nation maneuvering against another, it will certainly sink like a stone boat. Political maneuvering and diplomacy will not save human society. People must take to Krishna consciousness to understand the aim of life, to understand God and to fulfill human, human mission. Prabhupada so wonderfully emphasizes what is important. So most of the times we think having Desha Bhakti, having, uh, uh, having an attitude of uh, doing philanthropic things will deliver us, um, but not really. 
not all comes as a punya karma and it's not really helps us to develop love and devotion to krishna it doesn't mean we should be not doing and ignoring them we should be doing them as a service to krishna so here indra himself is saying leaders who does not know the vedic etiquette who think that they didn't they don't need to rise up from their seat and offer respect to the spiritual master because they are now working and have lot of appliances or of those who are following falling into ignorance tesham kupata deshtrinam they have kupata deshtrinam they show the path of danger patatam patatam they fall themselves into the darkness patatam tamasi hai adaha they fall into the darkness and what else they do ye shraddhadyur vachaste vai anyone who have faith in them they will also make their make their followers also madhyam tasma plavaiva they also make their followers fall into the uh, nisans so it is very very important to find a spiritual master from a parampara when we are listening to somebody because nowadays i when i uh, give some sessions in some forums people follow anybody or everyone from the youtube youtube has become like how google has become a god youtube and youtube has become nowadays a spiritual master for many people they don't find the authenticity of the person saying uh, whether he has a guru he is coming from any parampara he is actually referring to any scripture or not because they'll just randomly say that oh this purana this verse this we don't even know where, because we don't even uh, go and refer those or we might not have read or uh, uh, so these people everybody makes a youtube channel everybody is a spiritual master they will say like do like this for 14 days do like this for 7 days do this do that but we don't uh, verify whether it is an authentic authentic um authentic process or not and we follow so it is very very dangerous um to follow those kind of things so here indra is saying leaders who have fallen into ignorance who misled people by directing them to the path of destruction they are like trying to take their followers on a stone boat which does not move which will just sink so prabhupada is quoting from bhagavatam this verse conditioned souls have fallen into ocean of nations but the human body fortunately provides us as a good opportunity to cross the ocean because the human body is like a very good boat so as as i mentioned earlier durlabham manusya jarma human getting a human body is very very rare and those of us who don't know the value of human body and spend all our time eating mating defending and sleeping which any other body can do any animal body also can do we does not require higher consciousness for that as soon as we are born krishna has made our body so natural that a small baby also knows how to suck milk and drink so many things are very natural to us um, as the senses getting interacted with senses protecting defending sleeping these are all so natural but we spend so much time we make these things so glorious we dedicate so much time on these things we miss the whole purpose of the human form of life human form of life is like a boat and who is the director for that boat 
spiritual master is the captain spiritual master is the captain he guides us and through his mercy he always shows us the right direction so some of us may be wondering that we are not getting an opportunity to meet spiritual master in person so he is not really giving me instructions or guiding me every day nowadays the technology has advanced so much that all of us can get everyday association of the spiritual master virtually like we can hear his instructions we can hear his lectures we can read his books we can read his quotes so we all have to make a point that we hear so many speakers in a day uh, we um, uh, like these two things we should always do for our personal growth of spiritual life that is listening to our spiritual master listening to his instructions and trying to follow his instructions when we try to follow his instructions it becomes vapu seva vani vapu vani um, vapu seva is serving him personally being in the place where he is cooking for him washing his clothes taking care of him vani seva is following his instructions so not many of us get vapu seva we can't especially women may not cannot go maybe closer to spiritual masters also so we may be maximum to maximum cook or iron his clothes or anything so it's very rare for us to get the vapu seva when guru when our gurus comes to our house we can host them but we are not deprived of his mercy because we can do vani seva we can follow his instructions that is even better so following his instructions we can do that even when he is not around us so always following the instructions of spiritual master so how can we follow his instructions we have to listen to him first we have to listen to his lectures we have to see how uh, guru is answering question and answers whether i also have those questions and what is the answer for that guru is giving and how can i follow that so our daily routine should be listening to the lecture of spiritual master prabhupad prabhupad and spiritual master we should definitely every day listen if you all know the great speakers like radhesham prabhu chaitanya charandas prabhu gauranga prabhu all these devotees if you see especially they have a strict routine a discipline of listening to prabhupad lectures every day and gurus lectures every day after that they all read their personal reading and then they all uh, preach so whatever we are preaching whatever we are uh, giving lectures we focus on the external thing that how their lectures are so wonderful how they are attracting and we think that that is completely uh, like you know uh, we can imitate that but it's not it it is not imitatable because a speaker speaks with his realizations the same verse an advanced devotee when he speaks it touches our heart and it feels like it makes us feel like we have to follow so where is that coming from it is coming from the from their pure devotional service to the lord which has attracted the mercy of the lord and their guru nishta their dedication to their guru which which has showered that mercy and which has enabled to shower krishna's mercy and when krishna's mercy we receive krishna's mercy we realize the things that we are reading inside our heart and when we realize them we speak with realization and that's how we can understand that those lectures are so great pure devotees when they speak they make all the listeners of them devotees of the lord so how do they attract that they attract krishna's mercy by attracting guru's mercy 
and for that we have to listen. So Guru's instructions become the directions to that boat. And furthermore, the boat is helped by favorable winds which are the instructions of the Vedic knowledge. So how Guru instructs us? He instructs us through the Vedic, through the scriptures. He doesn't claim himself to be God. He instructs us through the scriptures. So that becomes a favorable wind to us. So we need a right Guru who gives instructions from the scriptures. If we get on a boat and we say that I have a spiritual master also, but if that spiritual master is not following a parampara or not following the instructions given by Krishna or Bhagavad Gita or Bhagavatam, then we are kind of doomed. We are completely misled. If one does not take advantage of all these facilities to cross the ocean of nissans, he is certainly committing suicide. Atmahatya. That means we are degrading our Atma. Not really committing suicide means like uh, giving up this body. In a way, we are giving up this body to go to the lower species. Whenever, whichever day we did not perform our spiritual, our devotional service to the Lord by doing a qualitative chanting or by reading or by not associating with devotees and not eating prasadam, that is the day we killed our soul. Like that day we killed our soul or we did not feed our soul properly. Because soul's constitutional position is that it has only one position. Body has so many positions. We may be engineers, doctors, parents, sons, children, CEOs, CFOs of a big company, uh, leaders, prime ministers, presidents, kings, ministers, all these are body positions. But soul's position is only one. That is servant of the Supreme Lord. And we are actually souls. But we are right now not realizing that. And we also forgot our relationship with Krishna. So that's why we are not acting at the soul level. We are sadhana bhakta. So we have to make sure that we are very disciplined in our practice. That we are not missing our chanting. We are not missing our reading. We are not missing associating with devotees virtually or physically. And we are not missing prasadam. They, as long as we hold on to the ABCDs which are given to us by Srila Prabhupada, we are actually safe. Otherwise, we are actually not, we are not feeding the soul that day. And slowly, slowly by not feeding the soul, we are like those who brought a cage and we put a, in, inside the cage a bird and we stop taking care of the bird and we are decorating the cage. And after some time, the bird dies. The soul inside dies. Because now we are not practicing our devotional service. So one who boats this stone made of uh, boat which is made of stone, actually um, they are sinking. So we should give up these false leaders who are not based on the scriptures. There are many such leaders whose people follow and get influenced by them. So we are in a very dangerous position if somebody is not instructing us through the Vedas. And the cream of these instructions are found in Bhagavad Gita. And one should take shelter of instructions given by Bhagavad Gita. Even though, Prabhupada writes so nicely, like even though we don't believe in Krishna being supreme, still Bhagavad Gita is the one that needs to be followed. Bhagavad Gita has to, we have to take shelter of Bhagavad Gita. And when we take shelter of Bhagavad Gita and we are starting for, when we start following, Krishna helps us, guides us from inside and gives us that intelligence or jnana where we can see the things clearly. 
So Krishna says, Sarva Dharma and Parichadya, Maamekam Saranam Raja. Give up all other process of religion and simply surrender unto me. So if one does not accept Lord Krishna as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, his instructions are so exalted and beneficial for humanity that if one follows his instructions, one will be saved. Even though you are not accepting, but following his instructions will be will save us because those instructions are beneficial for the humanity and exalted. Otherwise, one will be cheated with the unauthorized meditation and gymnastic methods of yoga. Unfortunately, there are so many big leaders, have so many followers. People follow them so blindly. They go to their, their camps. See, if you say that you are arranging a bhajana, 24-hour kirtan with no entry fees also. Like sometimes the devotees do sankirtan in the parks, in the marketplaces, in the city halls and all those places. That does not really require any kind of money. And we can completely get absorbed in the chanting of the holy name and uh, feel that high. But people don't appreciate that. They pay so many thousands and thousands of rupees and dollars and go to the places, expensive places, sit down there and sometimes follow unauthorized yogas and feel happy. So it is very, very uh, uh, important for us to follow the authorized, follow the authorized process. Thus one will board a board of stone which will sink, a boat of stone which will sink and drown and uh, drown all its passengers. So there are so many, so many stone boats like that. So we have to be very careful that we are not getting into those stone boats. Unfortunately, fortunately, we are all already on the right boat that is Krishna consciousness, right? And the most important thing that we have to do now is not getting down of that boat, and not giving up the, uh, uh, not giving up the promises that we have made to our spiritual master, and not doing any aparadas and following the instructions of spiritual master, and always uh, practicing chanting and listening to the instructions of spiritual master. Reading the scriptures, Shravanam and Kirtanam. If we are doing that, we are safely sitting on the boat. We will be delivered if in this life or next life. If we are very serious, very determined, very focused, very convinced, we will be de- we will be saved in this life itself. We will cross the ocean of nuisance in this life itself. But one thing we always have to remember is that however difficult our life may be, however troublesome our life may be, However um, unconvincing sometimes we may become when troubles come or when something things challenges come, never ever give up chanting of the holy name of the Lord, which is the Yuga Dharma, and never ever give up the lotus feet of Guru or Krishna. We are on the safest boat and we can cross the ocean of nuisance. It is very, very important. Political maneuvering and diplomacy will not save human society. People must take to Krishna consciousness to understand the aim of life, to understand God and to fulfill the human mission. So it is very, very important. We have to remain in Krishna consciousness, follow instructions given by Krishna in Bhagavad Gita and always chant the holy name of the Lord. So the more qualitatively we chant the holy name of the Lord, the more we get strength to practice the instructions given by Krishna. Because following those instructions becomes challenging if we don't have our sadhana sikti. 
So we get our sadhana shakti by following the instructions of the Lord. I'll stop here, uh, Mataji and Prabhuji, because this is 7.18. Um, anybody have any questions or comments or uh, uh, any corrections? Please um, go ahead. Thank you for wonderful class, Mataji. Thank you so much, Prabhu. It was uh, very enlightening. Um, so many, you know, uh, things you, you have mentioned, like, you know, what to do, what not to do on the daily basis, listening to Srila Prabhupada and listening to your Guru Maharaj and, you know, starting your day and then do the reading and everything and given so many examples of the senior devotees as well. Yes. Mother, I have a question about like reading Bhagavad Gita. Like many people I have seen in India or like uh, other places as well. Like they, they do the, when I ask them like you should read the Bhagavad Gita and, uh, you know, so they have their own version of Bhagavad Gita, which is like fine and uh, authentic version. They do the study of the Bhagavad Gita, but there is nothing like, uh, if I ask, like, you know, what did you learn? Like, you have been reading the Bhagavad Gita from so many years or something. It's like, you know, daily routine. Like, I'm doing a part, basically. Okay, I'm reading the Bhagavad Gita. So, I'm mm-hmm. reading, like, so many. There is no Sanskrit. It's just uh, their local language uh, version they are reading. And then when I asked them, okay, did you study this uh, Prabhupada's Bhagavad Gita? I mean, it's very complicated for them, and they're not able to understand at all, right? So, and they cannot get the Sangha also, like, you know, like, it's like, I know Iskon is everywhere, Bhakti Vrikshas are everywhere, but it's like, you know, they're in their daily routine and all these things, so they cannot go and uh, explicitly mingle with the other devotees. So all they, as you said, like, you know, a lot of people nowadays, either they have a Google or a simple version is like YouTube. So you just mm-hmm. go on the YouTube and some version is playing or something like they would like to listen and that's it, call it a day. So what is your suggestion for, for the people like, uh, like in this criteria? How can they benefit from Bhagavad Gita and how, um, like, you know, they can get the real message of Bhagavad Gita so that they can start doing some bhajan also. Yeah, very, very difficult, Prabhu, because um, many people uh, look at Bhagavad Gita part, like as you said, um, they they chant Bhagavad Gita for mostly for fruitive activity, for punya karma. So they think that they they from a religious perspective they chant that like any other part any other para and they do that but they never try uh, to go deeper and understand what actually krishna is speaking there what he wants us to learn see unfortunately they don't know that these scriptures are not are not just meant for reading like that they are meant for transforming our lives those instructions are meant to practice and transformation and uh, and a transformation of life of our life is the whole purpose of Bhagavad Gita. But people are more focused um, on reading daily, or they can quote. If you say, "Tell me 18.6," they can say the verse, but they don't know the 
meaning of the uh, meaning of that first so actually what is a suggestion is like trying to somehow or other engage them in uh, in trying to know the meaning of those verses and telling them the importance of bhagavad gita that it's not just as for part but it needs to be followed so and it's a very difficult thing to do when they are very much materially engrossed like uh, uh, not serious about spiritual life only about the religious life but uh, slowly slowly like because they anyway at least know that bhagavad gita and they at least accept that it is a it is some kind of a uh, uh religious scriptures religious scripture which need to be respected so what we have to do is we should create some kind of inquisitiveness in them like uh, let's say because if they are our own people or friends and family generally they talk about uh, uh general stuff like politics or uh, uh, some other stuff they speak right prabhu the problems in the society like when we are talking to them everybody like to give their opinion on current society or current politics or cricket or something and when we when they talk like that we should be ready to quote something from bhagavad gita and say yeah exactly krishna says like this in bhagavad gita do you know you already know bhagavad gita right do you know this verses exactly he says like this there right did you see that so we can kind of try in a way to bring that inquisitiveness in them to know the meaning of the shloka or when an opportunity comes like when they are in any difficulty or a challenging situation then we can help them to say like we can make them mentors of their own life saying that oh you already know bhagavad gita bhagavad gita is telling like this in this verse try implementing this in your life you may feel very happy and bhagavad gita is meant for implementing not for uh, Um, not for just uh, re- uh, or we can say like you know it's now you got an opportunity to implement what you have read so i keep doing like this um and i keep trying to at least make them realize first that part is not enough knowing bhagavad gita and following is important so i try that for an opportunity wait for that an opportunity and try to uh, preach that to them because otherwise i have so many of uh, uh my own uh, family members or close relatives who are very religious who, who read who can read without any mistakes bhagavad gita ramayan um, uh, anything they can read without mistakes but they never go beyond that and uh, try to understand the meaning unfortunately and if we say that i will tell you also they are not ready to listen because um, they don't have patience to listen but if you say that or oh, reading this will give you lot of benefit understanding this and reading this will give you read this chapter every day 20 time like 20 times you will have all your financial problems gone then they are ready to do that actually so that is what uh, the unfortunate situation so we can wait for these kind of opportunities and try to create that inquisitiveness in them to see open and read or sitting and reading with them with purpose so that is very important so we can say that do you know i heard that reading with purpose is going to give a lot of benefit like now purushottam month is coming soon uh, so we can always tell to them that reading with purpose is very very uh, is going to be very beneficial so when we read in our bhakti vriksha bhagavad gita also people get attracted when we say that uh, on the advent of bhagavad gita day everybody joins to read the bhagavad gita shlokas so even though it takes time we make a point that we are reading the verse and translation never ever just read the verse and leave 
with especially new devotees. Because if we read verse in translation, if we are reading at least 50 or 60 verses, at least one translation goes into their mind. And when we repeatedly do that, the meaning is going into the mind. Not everybody will be efficient with Sanskrit. Not everybody knows the meaning of the Sanskrit. So it's always important to read the shloka and meaning. So if we can somehow or the other convince them that you're all reading Bhagavad Gita every day, but read it with translation. That is more beneficial. Somehow if we can convince them like that and they start reading with meaning, then they will start getting questions at least like, oh, it is very difficult to follow or not follow or how it can be done. And they start uh, at least brainstorming the things and going in that direction, Prabhu. That's what I think anybody know any better uh, way can suggest. Yes, Madhuri, that really is helpful. But I think what people do is like they usually read the translation and um, so translation only they are read, but by reading just the translation doesn't help. I think yeah, like yeah. you get the message, but you don't get the entire message what Lord is trying to say yes. or, you know, more explanation. And Parupada Bhagavad Gita, like in they don't understand uh, like uh, because it has to be like one cannot understand like you know a neophyte devotee cannot understand on their own basically yeah, so somebody, can think. Teach them. somebody has to teach them yeah yeah somehow if we can convince them to satsang see i i i tried with my um my relatives to convince them to come to a satsang we need to have a lot of patience because they won't be regular they won't be convincing so somehow or the other we have to make it uh, make it in a way that we are taking towards them and explaining the verses to them. Yeah, it's a very challenging situation, especially in India. If we don't know, it's easy to preach. So the most of the mm. people in India are like the half knowledge. <laughs> so it's very yes. difficult. Yeah. I said like people always look for some shortcuts also. Yeah. Like if somebody says, okay, you do this for one week, or if you do that thing for one week or one month or you know, you will get this kind of benefit or you know, people always look for the benefits, like quick benefits, the material benefits only. Yeah. You know, so I, I have one relative on every Ekadasi. Um, they put the Bhagavad Gita, they put a mala to Bhagavad Gita, they do Aarti and all. So I asked once, like, did you ever open that book and read? <laughs> like, you're doing puja to that book. You're doing everything. It's because they think that... Uh, because I'm Krishna conscious person, they send me those pictures saying that, see, we are also devotees of Krishna. We prayed. So the Bhagavad Gita will be put on a nice uh, chadar and then night decoration and all. So I asked uh, that relative once, like, did you ever open that book and read? Do you know, actually, do you understand? Do you have any questions I can help you understand? Uh, no, I don't read. It is just like that. That book is there in our altar. Uh, from my uh, in-laws time so we just keep it and on every ekadasi we just pray so I try to explain like not that is not what actually Bhagavad Gita is meant for you have to open and read and follow uh, try to do that try to read and understand you are so educated that person is really educated you you will be able to understand you will be able to get questions um, and you will be you will your life will become more better but they did not come where they open that book and read. I just pray for them that that day comes. As you said, it's mm -hmm. very difficult. It, I I feel Prabhu for them at least we should give Harinam. 
because when we give harinam by chanting some day they get purified and they get interest in reading the scriptures very very important at least we can give them harinam because harinam they will take if we say that this has lot of benefit this will give this will throw away all your problems or you can chant it at any time there are no rules and regulations that at least attracts simple people yeah. attracted to that and main thing is uh, slowly like uh, connect them with some sangha like some association yeah, on the regular basis yeah That's some satsang from sangha where they go they say uh, uh, telling them that going to satsang and listening is very very pious we need to tell that initially for neophytes like it, uh, and then they will go like participating in uh, uh, in satsang listening is very pious then they will go and listen at least Uh, make make making them habit of listening at least once a week or something like that. Yeah. Thank you, Madhuri. Hare Krishna, devotees. May I ask any question or any comment you have? And Madhuri, you covered only one verse, right? Two verses, right? Two verses. Okay. Mm-hmm. If the devotees don't have any questions or comment, maybe we can conclude. Prab- yes, Madhuri. Vancha kalpataru bhishta kubhavindu bhavacha patita nam pavani pyo vaishnavi pyo namonam. Anantakoti Mm-hmm.